Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with Mariner's Church Annual Read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. On this episode, we'll be looking at Proverbs 14, 26 to 27. The word of God reads, In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children have a refuge. The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, churning people away from the snares of death. You know, in the previous episode, we we talked about God being a fortress. He is the confidence of those who fear the Lord and our God centered in their posture and disposition. And the object of our, our trust and and faith being God, I mean, that's really a logical conclusion, right? I mean, what else in the world? Who else in the world can really control and know all the little details of our lives and work it out for good? I mean, I have a hard time controlling my own breakfast mornings with our four little kids running around. So even just our own little universes, we ourselves have a challenging and difficult time controlling it. There's really nothing or no one that it makes sense for us to trust in their sovereignty or their power to control and know all things. God, really, it's a logical conclusion because of his character and nature. We know that he's sovereign and powerful and good, and he works everything out for the good of those who love him, for those who have placed their faith in Jesus. Well, today, we're going to talk about how God is not only a fortress or a confidence for us, but a fountain, a fountain, a life giver, and spreads life to those around us. You know, something I love about the Christian faith is really this interlocked connection, this synergistic relationship between the individual and the collective. You know, too often, um, some, we can make Christianity too individualistic, right? Where it's all about me and my experience, right? My weekend experience or my story or how God is stepping into my story. Other times, we can make Christianity overly collective. Uh, collectivistic, right? We, it's too uh, community focused, where you know it's not really focused even on my personal faith. Am I really walking with God? Do I fear the Lord personally? I don't know, but I just love this whole church thing. I'll participate in everything, but I don't know if I really love Jesus personally, right? So it, there's a temptation in our culture to lean too much one way or the other. Well, biblical Christianity, the New Testament. Faith really is both. It's the individual. It's our personal walks with Jesus. I mean, when Jesus says, deny yourself, take up your cross, we don't have other people pick up our crosses on our behalf. We must pick up our our own crosses. But yet at the same time, it's the individual and others. And others. I mean, you think about even just the the one another statements in the New Testament. There are so many one another, love one another, forgive one another. And so we can say that it is really impossible to walk with Jesus in community but without a personal faith. But at the same time, it's really impossible, and it's not the template of the New Testament 
to walk with Jesus personally, but to have nothing to do with God's people, right? Um, it's got to be both. It's both and not one or the other. Now, um, what this passage really is saying is that when we place our trust in Jesus, when he's our fortress, when we have confidence in him, in that, in turn, not only does it fill us up individually, but that also ends up giving life to others. It is a fountain not just for our own souls individually, but it's also a fountain that fills up others horizontally and corporately. Now, you might be saying, how? How does me trusting God, how does me being anchored and leaning into God, how does that give life to others? Well, here's a few ways. One, we give life to others by being a refreshing presence to others. You know, when you see someone exercise great faith, doesn't it just give you life? Doesn't it breathe life and confidence into you, right? Where you go, oh my gosh, that was so refreshing. I felt so convicted and challenged. Uh, and, and in fact, I don't know if you've ever had those moments where when you see someone really trust God, you're almost reminded like, oh my gosh, like this whole Christian thing, it really is real. I mean, this thing is real. I mean, Jesus is real. God is real. This whole faith thing is real. God really is powerful and it just it's funny how sometimes when someone has real faith it's almost like someone took you know the cold pitcher of water of reality and kind of they douse you over the head with it and you're like wow you kind of wake up uh to the real thing and so when you have trust in god you're a refreshing presence to somebody else but secondly those who really trust god they also are a reflective portrait of jesus they are a reflective portrait to Jesus. In other words, you demonstrate a picture and portrait of the Jesus, of the God of the Bible. See, what could happen is, as others see your demonstration of faith, how do you not know that that could lead someone else uh, to get to know more about God? How do you not know that when you step out and you love sacrificially, that that doesn't compel someone else to see that and go, oh my gosh, like that's what God must be like. How do we not know that when you step out in faith sacrificially or when you trust him in challenging circumstances, it compels people to realize, wow, I, I'm trusting myself too much. If that's what it looks like, if that's how Jesus trusted, wow, I'm compelled to follow a Jesus like that. <clears throat> Tim and Kathy Keller in their devotional, they say, when others, including our children, when they see us trusting God and not melting down before the problems of life, and when they see us actually delighting in God, rather than being, rather than being merely dutiful, that may be a refuge for them. It may attract them to a relationship with him. You know, just a couple days ago, at one of our neighborhood locations, I'm at the North Irvine location, we had one of the members of our community share a testimony, and they're really their story about their work as a doctor and um, how God provides for the world through their line of work, but also how God demonstrates himself uh, through their life at work. And it was so powerful to hear his story and testimony of people wanting to be you know, prayed over by him, people— um, coming to know Jesus through him, 
there's something really profound and amazing that happens when we exercise faith, when we trust Jesus. Not only do we benefit, but others benefit as a result of our great faith. I'm reminded of that story of the the paralyzed man. He could not come to Jesus. But his four friends picked him up and brought him down. And do you remember what Jesus says? He says, when he saw their faith, he healed him. So literally, their faith, their literal faith healed that man. I just wonder if our culture, which is so paralyzed by fear and doubt and so many different things. I mean, isn't faith, beautiful faith in a powerful and beautiful Jesus, isn't that what our culture needs right now? You know, I was talking to a college student recently, um, doesn't attend our church, does not go to church, and is so upset at the supposed intolerance of Christians without kind of, you know, seeing the intolerance of his own position. But at the end of the day, what, what that person needed was not just reasoning and arguments for the Christian faith. No, that person needed portraits, a beautiful portrait of Jesus. I was talking to another young person, so disillusioned by Christians uh, because of the pol- you know, politi- uh, politicization of the faith and the division. And what he needed and what he needs is a refreshing presence of Christians who trust Jesus more than their politics. You know, we often think we need to trust God for ourselves. But what if we need to trust God for somebody else? In fact, wasn't it the very faith of Jesus that saved us and rescued us? He restored us, and he also refreshes us. So will you trust him today for yourself, but also for those around you? Let's pray together. Jesus, help us to trust you. We want to be for someone, a person of faith, that we might invite and bring that person to you that they might see you and be healed. Would you empower us for that ministry? In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.